0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast where me, Jason,
1: and me, Jennifer,
0: have a few drinks
1: and talk shit about our kids.
0: Ooh, and I'm excited about today's episode. We have a legend in my life. She is a badass. She is the mother of the two most ungrateful little shits I've ever met, <laughs> but I love them so much. Um, she's a single mom. She's a wonderful lady. Uh, she is an inspiration to me. Uh, Jennifer, you don't know her super well, do you?
1: No, not really. I've met her a couple times, but yeah. I feel like I know her.
0: <laughs> well, you're about to get to know her much better. Yes. Please, uh, oh, I was going to say get a drum roll, but we ain't got a soundboard, so please give a warm welcome to our guest, our second guest. well, I don't, know, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, so uh, one of our first guests, Gwen, uh, I'm going to take out your last name, so that, so we'll just say Gwen, how about that?
2: All right, great.
0: Um, hi, Gwen.
2: Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Are you uh, still mad at your little shits? Well, mad at one of them for lying to me <laughs> about a trip to Florida It was supposed to be a long weekend. It was now it's seven days. Oh, I still can't believe he did that that <laughs> little turd got down to Florida.
0: He told his mom he was going to go for a weekend trip, come back on Tuesday, and then called you when?
2: Uh, Saturday, actually, when they left, he fessed up and told me. Yeah, that he would not be coming back till the following Saturday.
0: It's like, man... Because he
2: knew I'd sign up.
0: A week out of school. Right. turd. Oh, that's... So, um, for our listening audience, Gwen is the mother of my little brothers. She and I are not actually... Um, related. Related. Blood-related. <laughs> but, yeah, we... Uh, I met Gwen eight years ago, almost to the... Not to the day, but soon. In July, right? Yeah. Uh, when I volunteered to become a big brother... Um, I remember her coming into the Big Brothers and Big Sisters office in North Alabama with two little eight-year-old boys, and um, one of them was very nervous. I could tell because he was he kept darting glances at me. And then um, we—I think we all went into the meet with the—I don't remember. Who, I can't remember. I can't who remember we her met. name either. Yeah, but we went and met with somebody, and I think we talked to each other, made sure we weren't completely crazy.
1: Yep. Well, they were wrong about that. That's true.
0: (laughs) They were wrong on all
2: fronts. He has no idea what he was getting into. (laughs) Y'all didn't know what you signed up for.
1: But, I mean, eight years in, you know, that's a long time for a big brother. I mean,
2: I got to tell you, Jason has been a savior in our lives. He is a rock um, like nobody else has been, which is, I mean, you call, the boys call him, and he's there no matter what time no matter what he's doing, and he's there. Well,
0: I want to add one caveat to that, is when uh, they call me in the middle of the day, hey, can you come get me some Chick-fil-A? Well, (laughs) right. Besides that, you know. If it's important. Yeah. I try to be. They've been, yeah, they have been the, just like my own children, the greatest joy and the greatest challenges of my own life, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, So yeah, that's how we met. And then I think... You and Jennifer have met a few times just over at our house, me and Zane's house, I think. Christmas
1: parties, things like that. Yeah, Yeah. get-togethers.
0: So, y'all don't know each other super well, but y'all are going to get to know each other very well soon because we got some stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miss Gwen, you want to tell us how how you
2: decided your foolish choice to become a mother? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I was living in Germany, working for the Army as a civilian, um... And I was having the time of my life.
0: Hell yeah, I would Traveling
2: two. everywhere, single, dating a lot of people, and then I met the charmer of my life, and um, he charmed everything about me. Um, and I got pregnant. Charmed his way right into your panties. He did. <laughs> I got pregnant, and um, when I told him it was twins, he jaw dropped and he disappeared. And that's pretty much how it's been the whole time so I don't have too much good to say about him, but, um, was he good in bed at least? Oh God, he was good in bed. Yeah. I gotta say he was, he doesn't have so, a lot of
0: redeem. I've only met this person a few times. Um, I gotta say he's hot.
2: He's, he's really good looking, mm-hmm. a lot of charm. Um, not much else, not no. much else, <laughs> not much sense, um, and really good in bed. So, yeah. you know, that was a good combination combination when i was in germany having fun so and then i found out that uh it was twins and And how
0: old were you when you got
2: pregnant i was 38. so my entire life i had wanted to be married and have kids and that just wasn't working out for me so i had finally come to terms with all right this isn't gonna happen at least the kid part so i had come to terms with it i was good and lo and behold i get pregnant And um, it's twins, twin boys, they're due on Christmas Day, and I had gotten pregnant on Easter. So the whole thing was, to me, biblical from the (laughs) beginning, you know? So... um, Is that why you named them after a couple of apostles? (laughs) um, Well, I named John August after my best friend's twin son, who passed away, and then... I named Matthew because John and Matthew together mean in the light of God. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know
0: that either. So, I probably didn't know that. You told me this and we probably had a lovely conversation. Exactly. It. It. It's lost. You yeah. know. Bad memories. So, so you're 38 going on 39. Yeah,
2: so I turned 39 um, and I had them at 39. Yeah, so it was, it, I was considered a high-risk pregnancy, <sighs> mm-hmm. so I guess I went on bed rest at six months maybe, but there was no bed rest there. I mean, there you know, cause I'm at home nesting and, you know, trying to fix things up and I felt good. I felt great being pregnant. I was never sick. My skin was awesome. My hair was awesome. <laughs> There's not a stretch mark on my body, which is amazing Hell yeah! because I gained 70 pounds. I mean, I was huge. Wow. And when the boys were born, they were 19 and a half inches each. Wow! So it was big babies. Yeah. They were long babies. How much, do you remember how much they weighed when they were born? Uh, five, six and five, seven. Well, that's good for twins because usually they're under, I mean. And they came a month early. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Long, skinny babies. Yes, they were. That's what I was, long, skinny babies. So
2: there began the challenge of really understanding what it was like to be a single mother.
0: That's the thing that amazes me. I'm like, (sighs) I don't know that. Had I been in your position, you know, being a man, I'm not going to ever face this position, but I'd be shitting bricks.
2: Well, I got to tell you, ignorance was bliss. I mean, (laughs) truly, you know, I had great family. I moved back to Alabama from Germany before I had the boys and um, my father had my back. My family had my back. So I really wasn't scared, but I also really didn't comprehend what I was getting into,
0: because your dad lived with you, right? Or you my, lived with your. Did, which my way was dad it?
2: moved in with me um, shortly after they were born,
0: and he lived with you until they were like three. Three. Okay, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I remember Jaju. He was such
2: a sweetheart. He was. He was a hard ass, but he was a sweetheart, and he he, adored, was, he was nice to me. He <laughs> adored the boys. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, but the minute. John and Matthew started calling him, Dad, he said, oh, no, that's it. I got to go. And he left. (laughs) But, you know, I guess the most shocking thing to me, and this may happen with all parents. I have no idea. But shortly after they were born, I had friends staying with me, and we took shifts feeding the kids. Mm -hmm. So every 45 minutes, we were up feeding, changing diapers. They were going to throw up, do that, get them settled back down well, so really, I was getting 30 minutes of sleep wow. intervals, so I didn't realize how hard that was until I literally started seeing pink elephants and just kind of talking to myself. I mean, I really saw pink elephants, wow. and when that happened, I had some other friends step in who would come and stay the weekend, Wow! so um, that, was, that was much better. That is some good friends you had. Oh, no doubt. I had three people who were just... Your village. My village. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Now, was it the the boys' godparents? Were they part of that?
2: Yeah. the um, Catherine and her mother... Um, Catherine is the boys' godparents. Mm-hmm. She and her mother came down for the first three weeks. Um, and so that helped tremendously. But it still... You know they left, and that then it hit me seeing the pink elephants and just not being able to function. I just I couldn't figure out how many bottles. I couldn't figure out. You know I was just literally exhausted. I can't even imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. So were, were the twins? Um, were they together or were they separate? Like uh, one was sleeping, the other one was awake.
2: One I was, was. I tried to put them on the same schedule, but one of them, Matthew, was very colicky. So that was part of the issue, and I guess John overcompensated with being quiet and mild while Matthew just raised hell. I mean, there was (laughs) nothing, you know. We used to get up and sing him Frere Jacques, and it was the tone of your voice that helped him calm down. And um, so that was, he was extremely challenging, and I felt bad for John, you know. Because I just couldn't give enough attention to both of them at the same time. Right. Yeah, you know, and I had I had bought this. This is so funny. I had bought this huge brown leather recliner with envisioning having a boy on each boob and feeding them, and how wonderful that was going to be. Uh, that, that did not work <laughs> out.
0: Were you able to breastfeed them?
2: Um, for maybe two weeks, and it was a struggle. And I think part of that as I was so stressed out that mm-hmm. my milk really didn't come in
0: was it always the colostrum or whatever? Yeah. yeah
2: so we i did get that down um and then we switched to infamil and, and matthew was throwing up all the time he was just Aww. yeah so he, he hasn't
0: stopped since
2: no he has not stopped raising <laughs> hell since
0: <laughs> he has been a little hellion well let's um uh Frankly, I think we could talk about your journey into motherhood like forever because it's it's so incredibly interesting. But let's—I want to segue real quick. Jennifer, do you want to talk about what we're drinking today?
1: Yes, we are drinking Moscow mules, and the vodka we're using is the American vodka brand from Kirkland. From Costco. Yeah, from it's Kirkland brand from Costco, and it is. Uh, you made it very yummy. Oh, thank,
2: thank you. you so much. They are delicious.
1: Um, mine's a little tart because that's what I am, and uh, Gwen's got a little simple syrup in hers because she's a little sweet. Sweet as sugar. That's right. Oh, oh, that's hey. The diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, asshole.
0: <laughs> I love. I don't know what it is. Like I've heard that it's the same stuff as Grey Goose. 'Cause the bottles look very similar. It's very smooth. Yeah, and I love it. it was like I think that giant bottle was seventeen dollars. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a great bottle. Yeah, I love it. Great buy. So anybody gets their liquor at Costco, write in and tell us how, or send us a sample. We'd love it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and if you're hearing anything weird in the background, like we said before, this is a working kitchen and yeah. you're probably hearing like the uh washing machine or dryer going so kids yeah, dogs kids, yep.
1: doesn't matter I might hear a baby cry because jason's granddaughter is here newest granddaughter oh, newest granddaughter yeah, yeah the baby nine months old and raising hell
0: miss ayana so our just uh i'm not sure if gwen knew this but my daughter um kishana and kiki we call her kiki she got a job uh, at jennifer's causing disturbances <laughs> um she got a job at a local at the local Target distribution center, and okay. yeah, so she she was working at Subway part time, trying to raise a nine month old while we have her seven year old, and she just you know barely couldn't make it. Yeah, that's so crazy. She got a job and she start, had orientation the thir- Thursday? Thursday Thursday, and um, I, I if anyone's tough enough to do it, she is. But. It, it's gonna be a tough job because she has to work in an unair-conditioned warehouse. Oh my gosh! And I don't think it's heated very well either during the winter. So, and it's a lot of like moving boxes. So, but I mean, it's if she can make it work, it's like forty thousand a year. Oh, that's great! So, I mean, it'd be life-changing for her. I'm just hoping it yeah.
2: works. Me um, too. Well, give, at least give her some experience so she can yeah. move on to something better.
0: Yeah, and you know I keep. I think part of it, she just doesn't believe in herself, because she's got management experience with McDonald's, and I think that's translatable, because it you was know, such a high, fast-paced area. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, so cheers to our Moscow mules, ladies. Woo, cheers. 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 Mm. So
1: yummy.
0: <laughs> Hopefully it won't get completely trashed like we did those first two couple of podcasts.
1: You did, <laughs> not Jennifer.
0: No. Well, that's true. Jennifer has the... A uh, th- liver of three people, but I we did we recorded two podcasts in one day, and by the second podcast, I, Mama Jason was drunk. I was, <laughs> I was like, I cannot drive today, but I feel really good.
1: We were drinking whiskey, and we oh my god, drinking really good whiskey, uh-huh. and then we drank the wine after, and it was. Pretty heavy pores because mm-hmm. we were trying to get the pictures for Instagram, we were trying to get the words on my favorite glass. So you had to fill it up. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and so that's what we were we were drinking on.
0: Oh yay for being drunk. Yay. We're talking shit about our kids. Well, Miss Gwen, the reason we asked you here today because I know you have a very interesting perspective, and I have a feeling we're going to have you having you back because you have tons of perspectives. Because I'm hoping maybe next season we'll talk about we'll get some people in from Big Brothers Big Sisters and have, have you back point. for that discussion. Um, but the I think the the main thing I thought of when we thought of asking you is you know a lot about single motherhood because you know single mother of twins. I still don't know how you did it. Um, and Miss Jennifer is a single mother of a ten year old. Very rambunctious, um, yes. and y'all's y'all's boys, Matthew and Wes, they both have a lot in common. They both ADHD and um, oppositional defiant disorder, and so yes. that's why we had you in. So maybe I can learn some
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not, not to, you know, show bruises when I beat them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, got
2: some, I got some good info. You do? For okay, you know. Maybe we'll talk
1: about it after so the yes. HR doesn't get called, you know. Uh, they're fine. <laughs>
0: they don't care in Alabama. I think the big thing you're going to have to teach her is how to uh, patch a drywall from all the holes. These little turds oh, going to punch Lord. in the wall.
2: You have that issue, too? Not no, yet. Not yet. Okay. He's 10. I'm
1: sure it'll happen, you know but it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. He did open the door really hard and put a hole in the wall from the door. That's just one I of many. I don't so. think he did it on purpose, but I really, you know, I don't know, he lies a lot, so. Huh. Shocking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure if that's the ADHD or if that's the Oops. foster care thing or what, because they, they warned us in foster care training. They're like, they're going to lie. They're just going to lie through their teeth. You're going to see them push over a child and like, I didn't do it. Saw you, little yeah. fucker.
2: Well, and part of it with ADHD is their insane um, sense to please because they already feel like they're they get you upset, and and so unfortunately, I looked for a support group of single mother with twins, um, ADHD, and at the time there was just not a lot in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. So I just kind of tried to, you know, bought books and tried to figure it out on my own, made lots and lots of mistakes. And one of those mistakes is reacting when I should not have reacted to his over, yeah, I used just, and he would, he would, when I would take him to school when he was little, I would pick him up and he would literally just let loose And later on, I I found out, well, that's because he has kept all that anger and tension and uneasiness in all day. So he had to let it out. And I was safe ground. I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. And um so You're that mama. That's And I got to tell you that was extremely hard.
1: So when does the pleasing part starts cuz he does not try to please me in any type of, not, not nastiness but like trying to be good or like you know when does Well that I start? mean that's
2: that's part of the lying you know mm-hmm. They don't want to tell you that they've made a hole in the wall because oh, I got you You'd be disappointed in him. Yeah, and that so that's kind of along those lines. Yeah, he
1: tells me he he lied just so that he doesn't get in trouble, and I'm like, dude, you get in more trouble when you lie. (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. But But
1: he doesn't understand. Like it doesn't connect in his head. Oh, I should tell the truth because I'm going to get in less trouble if I tell the truth than if I lie to you, and then you find out. Because he's always like, how did you know? Dude, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: we know everything. Yeah. When are they going to learn? Uh-huh. Apparently, not me, because Matthew went to Florida for a whole week, and I thought he was going for a weekend. So they still lie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I think that's also the teenage thing. Yeah, the yeah teenagers.
1: Probably. That's going to be the hardest because it's, yeah. those are major lies. It's not like whooping <sighs> on the floor. Oh, that wasn't me. That was the dog or whatever. But this is. You. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go over a friend's house, and it's I'm going to go at a party, and get oh yeah, the tree, you know, the and party. there's that going on. Yeah, that's hairiness.
0: You know. Yeah. I, ugh, I, will, I, well, I will say, I think one of the, I mean, like, not to brag on myself, but one of the, I think the smartest things you did was get them into big brothers, big sisters.
2: Oh, well, you know, considering who the father was and how inactive he was, I knew they had to have a strong, positive, brilliant male influence in their life.
1: And then that person felled, and then Jason got took it. right? That's
2: right. <laughs> I showed up. <laughs> I pushed him off a
0: cliff. I was like, hey, bitches. It's you
1: neat. know, when we were in Big,
2: Big Brother, Big Sister, Jason was sitting out kind of in a little hallway, and... The boys and I, and I think my sister-in-law was with me, um, were shuffled into this little room, but we left the door open. Well, the boys were still at eight, very rambunctious, very into everything, and Matthew kept popping his head in and out, I bet that's him. I bet that's him. I bet that's him. (laughs) Uh So um, he was very, very, very excited.
0: Yeah. I remember when we first met, he was like, I think you told me later, he, he was debating whether he was wanting to wear a suit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is <laughs> that is cute. That is cute.
1: Is that why you did Big Brothers Big Sisters? Kind of have the male role model in their life. Since Absolutely. You were a mom? Absolutely. I did and the they, same thing.
2: Yeah, they needed to know that not all males would abandon them. Right. Yeah.
0: And we're still dealing with that today because John still has some bad abandonment issues from dad. And he does. Yeah. Even though I've been there, like when we started out, I was Matt's big brother. And John got another his own big brother a couple of months, like two or three months later, I think it yes. was. And then he left the country about a year in, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll have a story about that when the boys hit 18. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: and then he got another big brother who was, I think he was in his mid to early 20s.
2: And he was in college. And, and he had to, a baby. Well, and he had to check off... The um, check box for volunteering. Yeah, he was... so
1: he didn't do it because he wanted to. It was more of a college, like part of his.
0: I think he was trying to get in medical school, is what yes. it was. Okay. But he, I met him once at like a function at Big Brothers Big Sisters, and he was like, "Yeah, i just volunteering, you know, like get some, like I guess brownie points from my resume for yeah. medical school." And he was telling me how he had a baby, and i was like, "Oh, you ain't gonna be able to do this." Why did they
1: like, even let him in then? pretty good about like catching that sort of thing he must have lied
0: his ass off well here's the thing so the current uh i can't remember michelle i think is the current director of big brothers big sisters north alabama that the short-haired lady yeah. um i don't remember her name yeah she was telling me and i've i've mentioned you know she's they'll keep calling they call us every month or three three months now that we've been together so long but um when i got kalia big sister uh, I was like, man, y'all do a whole lot more than I did with the boys when I started. She's like, well, we weren't in compliance back then. So, oh, I don't, don't think explain. they, yeah, that would explain some things. Yes.
1: Oh, wow. so. That
2: would that explain they, a lot.
1: They did a lot for Wesley's big brother. Like, asked him a whole bunch of questions and then yeah. it was, uh, you have to make sure you put in your time, you have to do so many hours, blah, blah, blah. And that's why I got Wesley a big brother. It was like, I need someone that is a milk, figure in his life. He has a lot of gunkles. I mean, a lot of gay uncles. That's oh, what we call that's them, horrible. Gunkles. No, it's good. Wesley has so many role models, male role models, oh. but they're his. Okay. I mean, they're mine, sorry. They're my friends that became his. <laughs> I thought you meant literal
2: gang. Oh, no, no, gay uncles. Gay. Gay. Oh. oh, gay. gay. Okay. Yeah, gay.
1: Sorry. So gunkle is a gay uncle. Um, that's what we call him anyways. So I knew that he had a lot of men. In his life through me. So they are my friends. Yeah. So I was like, Ryan's your friend. Can I say mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I said, Ryan's your friend. I'll talk to him just to say, this is when you're meeting up and blah, blah, blah. But we're not going to get, he's not going to be my best friend. I'm not going to have him over for wine or whatever. Right. This is your friend.
2: It's your... So
1: that it's someone he can go to if he doesn't want to talk to Jason or Zane or any of our other you know, male friends that we have. That he can be like, I want to talk to Ryan about this. Yeah. Because Ryan's my person. And that's why I wanted to do it, to be honest. Yeah. Because since I adopted well, him, he didn't have, you know, anybody outside of just who I have. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, great, great program. Yeah. When yeah. it works, it works really well. Yeah. That is. And then when I, it does are amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You, you two are amazing. I don't. I told Zane, I was like, had I not met Zane, I, I had. Thought about adopting, but oof, it's adopting as a single person is They're, difficult. Yes. So, um, yeah, especially in Alabama, I probably wouldn't. Frankly, well, you had probably I wouldn't n- have
1: gotten a kid, to be honest, being a, back in the day. Yeah. In uh, Alabama, you think?
0: Well, honestly, had I not been in Big Brothers Big Sisters, I probably wouldn't still be in Alabama. Uh, yeah. Zayn and I probably would have moved on elsewhere. Um, just because like, I've told the boys, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until you're co- co- high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not giving them college, but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but now my mother's moving here. So I'm like, well, I guess, like to I think sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> stuck here for a few more goddamn years. Well, that's if they go. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think they will. I think John will. I,
2: I think, think John you know. will. Matthew is going to take the tech.
0: Yeah. He's, he's pretty hard. Uh, heads, not headstrong. Uh, headstrong. What is the term I'm looking for? Um, Words. Dead set on uh, welding. And he seems to really enjoy it.
2: Well, he is a natural builder. Yeah. Natural with his hands, loves... I mean, when he was... As soon as he could walk, he had a screwdriver in his hand and would go around the house and unscrew things. (laughs) And, of course, I didn't pay any attention. I didn't know what he was doing until one day we're in the garage and he, had, he was sitting there unscrewing a screw on a cooler. Well, he was taking the lid apart. So he took the lid off the cooler. So then I start checking around the house, and sure enough, he had loosened all the door hinges on the doors. So, I had to teach him. It's fine if you want to take it apart, but you have to know how to put it back together.
1: Right. And don't put the screwdriver inside the, the holes of the outlets.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He did that, too.
1: Oh, no. Is... Did he really?
2: Oh, yeah. He has to learn the hard way on most everything. Oh, wow. So, he would not stop put trying to put his finger in there. Mm-hmm. So, one day, I just let him. And I know that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. But then he learned, uh, it hurts when I do that. Don't do it. And so, he had not done it again.
1: Well. That or, you know of. <laughs> that I know of. Wow.
0: My son learns that lesson quite frequently. Not with the electricity, but I was like, I had to learn it the hard way. Yeah.
2: Right. So. so I've always taken the approach with them. Even when they, I, the, where I live is kind of on the side of a mountain. In my backyard is all rock.
1: Right.
2: So when they were learning to mm-hmm. walk and play outside, um, playing in the backyard was a big part to me, because I grew up with a rocky backyard, and so I wanted them to learn to navigate. Mm -hmm. So I would just put them over the wall. People would freak out. What are you doing? I said, look, they've got to learn to navigate those rocks, and I have to trust them. If I freak out and overreact every time they stumble, I'm going to put fear into them, and I don't want that. So that's how they kind of, that's been my mentality of of raising them.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I've seen that with other people who go the other direction and they freak out and like teach phobias because yes. Kalia's is, uh, very scared of bugs and I was like, her mother was in town. So if you're hearing that lovely jingle, that is our dryer going off and letting us know that our clothes are clean and dry. Um... But she's very afraid of bugs, and her mom was up one time. I was like, "Where did she get this fear of bugs?" She's like, "Oh, that was me, because Kiki would freak out about bugs too." And I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and so we, anytime there's a bug, I, I stay very calm, and I'm like, "It is nothing to be scared of." I'm always surprised Wesley's scared of them too.
1: Not to the extent of Kalia. Yeah. because Because is very annoying. Ugh. I'm just saying. She starts like a fly <laughs> is on the window and she'll start to cry like back up oh my because gosh. it's a fly. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, it's not gonna hurt you. That's I mean, if it's a stinger, yeah, I can understand you being a little timid about that. But no. But yeah, yeah Wesley, I have to kill so I had arachnophobia because my mom had arachnophobia to the point where if she saw a spider she'd freeze. I didn't have it that bad, but I don't have it no more because I got to kill all the fucking spiders in the house because That's, the sun <laughs> is scared the That's cars. exactly right. And I have to do it because I'm like, put my big girl panties on and just kill it. Cause,
2: Let me tell you, you know? living in Germany, they didn't have a lot of things. Like there was no mosquitoes or snakes, but they had these giant freaking spiders called wolf spiders. Oh, joy. And I lived by myself. And so you get this giant wolf spider, you got to man up and kill it.
1: Are those the kind that are, like, as big as, like, the clocks? Yeah. They is that Australia that they that's have, Australia? Oh, that's Australia. But like
2: these pictures. are probably one to two inches. Yeah, I've seen pictures. And they jump. I think. And they, they jump. They do. Jump <laughs> so I would either capture them and set them outside or...
0: Okay, so if if that sounds a little weird on the audio, we had to take a break for a moment. We were having a lot of background noise. But uh, we were just talking about wolf spiders and Gwen having to kill giant spiders that jumped at her face. But
2: what led me, what was, I went down that route is because I had to teach the boys about bugs and I did not want them to have a phobia. Yeah. So we would go out in the backyard and dig, dig up bugs and I'd let them crawl over me. Now this was not a joyous occasion for me, (laughs) but I sucked it up and, you know, laughed and, you know, had a good time. Um, I must
0: say, those boys are fucking fearless.
2: Yeah, they are. They are because. Yeah. Yeah. you know
0: almost a little too frail sometimes well
2: sometimes <laughs> but Matthew did does have a fear of now wasp and bees because we were out at my dad's lake house one day and he stepped in oh a nest a nest Ugh. and oh he had my mom got stung by a bites bunch. all over oh, yeah it was horrible but
1: see that's a valid fear yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. understand that yeah Put a fly on a window no Come yeah. On.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah yeah I still remember that when the first weekend we got Kalia she um we went to Jennifer, we went to a friend of Jennifer's house for a 4th of July thing and she was in the back seat. We'd had her maybe 48 hours and there was a f- moth in the back and she was playing on the tablet. She flung that thing across the car and started flipping the fuck out. So I had to pull over and oh cause she was flipping out so bad. I think admittedly it was like 930 at night. Yeah. She was five years old. And, you know, new wow. house, exhausted. So, I'm not, it like, what's wasn't but I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I could yeah. hear her
1: screaming all the way outside, like yeah. at Sessie's house, because you just pulled over, like, maybe two houses down, and mm-hmm. I can hear her screaming. So, I, like, go over, like, what the hell's happening? Like, yep. did you kill the child 48 hours? <laughs> you know, I understand, but do we need to go dig a hole into the, you know, the ground and bury her real quick and just be like, I don't know what happened to her. But she was yep. screaming hardcore. Wow.
0: You know? it was ridiculous. But, yeah... So back to single motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of it. It's it funny. is part like, yeah, of yeah, teaching them not to be like children. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm trying.
0: No, uh, you're doing great. I, I don't
1: think... know. I don't know if he, like, I'm trying to get no fears. And I, I don't, he has some, but I try to make it like, I also don't want him killing things. Right. Like he has a, like, a kind of. I feel like he wants to kill a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I'm killing spiders, but I'm don't. Want, I'm not i not going to put it in my hand. I can't. I can kill it for you. And that's pushing my yeah. boundaries. Yeah, totally. But true. then, like, if I can save something, I save it. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's going outside because we don't kill living things because I don't want you to become <laughs> a serial killer when you get older. Like, all these things go through your head.
2: Yeah, um, just because I kill bugs does not mean they're going to be a serial What? So. Yeah, I mean,
1: you hear stories, serial killers kill bugs, and they kill the animals, and then they kill the people. So, I mean, it's slippery slope. I mean, killing
2: animals is one thing. Killing bugs, so, I know, but he yeah. just
1: seems to be so fascinated by it. it. just scares me. I don't know why. Maybe
2: dissect one with him.
1: Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what high school's for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you will get They'll his pig tomorrow. and his frog and... He can, <laughs> he but then can I have I probably out don't it. even want to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, no, he, I need you to take him out of that class today because I don't want my baby to be chopping up people when he gets older.
2: John just told me that he dissected a sheep's brain. In school? It cool. yeah, it's cool. Ooh,
1: well, home. I would God. hope so. Not at the house. Well, yeah. Well, I was just like, "How did you guys? Was she?" He
2: thought it was really cool. They mapped all the nerves, and well, that is pretty cool. Yeah, but he's one that will capture bugs, and or at least I'll capture the bug, and he won't. He doesn't want me to kill it. So, okay, yeah. you know,
1: I'll get Wesley there eventually. I hope.
2: Yeah, you Matthew's not like that. Matthew's a killer. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Matthew's <laughs> like. mm-mm.
0: But he's so, he, he will kill a bug quickly, but he's also, he loves the, he's a big animal lover too. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Both of them are. Yeah. yeah. Matthew, I guess Matthew especially. So
0: when, um, so did it get, did it get easier after they were like toddlers? I mean, I know the stories about like them getting into the paint and dumping paint all over your kitchen. Well,
2: yeah. That's when I guess they were still crawling. And so the, one of the hardest times at that age I'd say between six months and a year and a half is, you know, them starting to understand their independence and me getting ready for work in the morning. And I can't pay attention to both. And um, I would let them crawl around the house. And we had me and my dad had just finished painting something in the house some walls and put the can of paint by the back door Mm -hmm. thinking the lid was on all the way. So, I get ready for work. Dad's upstairs getting ready for work. And um, I walk into the kitchen, and they are sitting in the middle of the kitchen with paint head to toe all over the kitchen floor. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, it wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. Um, <laughs> so, needless to say, I was very late to work that day.
1: Very much. So. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Having to clean the But it, you
2: know, that, but they were. Um, it got easier when they could talk
0: and let you know what their needs were. And let me
2: know what their needs were. And and I mean, it was it was still difficult, um, but at least they could talk to me and let me know. Yeah. Um. And then when they started learning to do things themselves, so I started teaching them. You know about cooking at a very early age and cleaning, and so I think they forgot those lessons. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think
1: most teenagers forget those lessons yeah, too. Yeah, that's they? true. Yeah, cleaning especially. Oh
0: Jesus! Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, it really got easier when they were they were more independent. Yeah. But now the problems are bigger.
0: Yeah. More expensive.
2: More expensive. Right. And like life altering.
1: Yes. Yes. So, do they get together? Like, did they play together, or were they off doing their own leg? Were they two separate entities that were just like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, but not play together? Well,
2: so they are polar opposites, which is amazing. Yes. Um, John is very athletic, very um, a, a strategic thinker, very. In his brain a lot, trying to figure things out. Matthew is fast as lightning. He Mm -hmm. gets stuff automatically. He can put it together in his brain automatically. He's a doer. He's a doer. Yeah. Um, John's a thinker. Right. And so one night, one weekend, when their godparents were in town, um, their godfather, Jim, brought a war game. And so he sat down with John... And Matthew and taught him how to play a war game. Well, Matthew was not interested. It, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know anything about war games, but they're very strategic. Mm-hmm. You have to think about the big picture, Like right. ten steps ahead, right? You to
1: make your first move, kind of right? Yeah. And
2: so that's when we found out that John really is the thinker, the thinker, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Hey, Matthew and Matthew just
1: wanted to go like blow shit up.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And John, <laughs> they did. And, yeah, and John's the mouth. John is the mouth, and Matthew's the fist, and that's always how it has been, and mm-hmm. it's still like that. Yep. So John will provoke Matthew. Matthew will punch him, and John still has not learned, and I guess Matthew hasn't either. Yeah.
0: The, in the eight years I've known them, they have, they will. They're so funny to me because they're like, they fight fucking constantly. But then they're just like, oh, come look at this. Come, and they're just like, they're best, they're best frenemies.
2: Yeah, and it scares me. I mean, they yeah. will physically fight, punch one another, and I am all worked out and been out of shape. And then thirty minutes later, they're in one room laughing and having a good time. And I thought, I the thought you, yeah. I, you know, that the it... fuck are you kids? Yes. <laughs> so I've tried to stop stressing about it and try to tell them to go outside. Well. Uh, that's a
0: lovely thing to say, until they start punching holes in walls. Right. I think they're on the it, third set of
2: doors yes. in the bedroom. It really doesn't work. Well, if they
1: go outside, they can punch the rocks. Let's but it, no when you're in
2: the are. heat of the moment, it's hard to get them mm. going outside. That's true. that's true. And it's not like they're disciplined enough to take themselves outside. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's true. I do remember, I think it was right after I started hanging out with Matt, um, I think you told me that you came home and they were in the... Front yard, practicing, punching each other.
2: Yes, yes. (laughs) In the face. In the face, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it didn't phase them. Yep. And that's kind of, that's how they are. But the other interesting thing with them is, probably since birth, they have switched personalities. So, not the strategic thinking and the fast part, but... um,
1: The crying baby and then the calm baby? Kind
2: of. Matthew's always been more of a colicky crying baby mm-hmm. but you know who was more cuddly or who wanted the truck more versus um i don't know the the rocket so yeah. they would switch and it was quite often when they were younger but they still switch now to this day and that this has recently happened um john is more of the Hellraiser right now. Yeah. And Matthew has really grown up. Yeah, he's calmed down a he lot. He has calmed down a lot. Where it used to be John, John was on top of the world. He played soccer. He was a great student. Mm-hmm. He was just number one in everything. Right. And Matthew always felt inferior. Well, that's flipped. Yeah. Now, Matthew is has a great job he loves. He's doing really well in school. He's got a good set of friends. And John doesn't. And, um, so it's interesting how they treat each other now, now that they see the other's perspective as a young adolescent. Yeah.
0: I still think John, not John, uh, Matt still feels like, uh, from what, you know, my own interactions with him, he still feels like the, um, imposter he feels like he doesn't know what he's doing but i can tell he's like he's settled into himself a lot more than john has john still kind of searching to figure out who he is and i think a lot of that was the like the abandonment issues yes, that he's absolutely. been dealing with so
2: and as far i mean matthew from a, you know a couple of years ago you know just said hey i'm done with him yeah you know and he has let it go where john can't yeah. John has hung on to it, and I completely understand. Yeah, um, and him
1: is bio dead, right? Right, right.
2: Yeah, John has a bad tendency
0: to have these mile high expectations of people. Yes, build up expectations of people, and then he gets their his hopes crushed. And you know, I, like you know, I've told him before. I was like, listen, you want to be happy, just drop your expectations, have
2: none, and you will be so happy. I was just like John, though. And yeah. that, that was a hard lesson for me. Yeah. But I, I remember when his dad, so um,
0: Gwen's, not Gwen, <laughs> Gwen's dad, uh, the boy's dad showed up in their lives about four years ago, is that when it was? Yes. About 12 years old. Yeah. Uh, he made contact. He had been in California and you helped you helped him move out I helped here. him
2: move out here. Yeah, under the auspice of being involved in the boys' lives, and yeah,
0: because he, he they y'all had flown them out to California to go visit him a few yes. times, and yeah. it seemed to go well, uh, but then he got a divorce from his current wife, and um, he moved out here and lived with y'all for three few months, months. Yeah. yeah, but then it kind of just went to hell after that.
2: Yeah, it did. and
0: He just dropped them like a bad habit. He just
2: didn't know how to be a father. Yeah, well, and I think um, yeah, and he doesn't try.
0: Yeah, well, I think he's also frankly from the amount of anger that John just, like, you can feel the heat coming off of him for the anger. It was like, I don't want to say like what he did, what their father did was bullshit. And if you're listening to this, I do not respect you and I don't like you, but, um, I can somewhat understand because it's intimidating to have that much anger directed at you. Not that John didn't have a reason to have it, but if you're not, a healthy person in general and can't handle that which apparently he never has been able to because he's run from every relationship he's ever had yeah it doesn't shock me that he does yeah, it. yeah that's so, true i haven't thought about that yeah but ugh, he's
1: and know. he might not even think why like, yeah he no he might be one of those people that just says Why the hell are you looking at me like that? I didn't do nothing wrong.
2: Well, he thinks that, that, you know, he thinks that he has apologized to them many times, so that should be it.
1: Yeah. But it just
2: runs a whole lot deeper than that, and he just doesn't get it.
0: Right. Yeah. The the biggest thing he just should have
2: done is just shown up. Right, which... Yeah.
1: And even if you do get that, you know, you feel the madness coming from the child, you just keep showing up. That's all you got to do. Just show up. Eventually, they'll be like, oh, hell... You showed up.
2: Yeah. And he just bails every time. But if he just
1: bails, time. then that's going to... I mean, I hope... I hate to say it, but I hope, you know... Was it John? That's the one that um, still, like, wants him yeah. like, to yes. make him... I hope one day John just understands. Look, you got Jason in your life. He is your dad. your father figure in your life. And other... Bio-Dad is just Bio-Dad. He's yeah. the one that, you know, helped bring you into the world, but that's all you're going to get. He'll
2: yeah. understand, but...
1: It's just hard. Not
2: yet. It is very, very hard. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think John has also had it like for the longest time. Just he's because when we first started out, I was Matt's big brother, and then probably about a year in, year and a half into it, when the second big brother disappeared, I, I talked to Matt. I was like, "Listen, do you mind if I start hanging out with John?" And he wasn't happy about it, but he was he was generous, and so I I go back and forth with with them, and I have been for the last. Eight years, basically.
2: Yeah. And, John, I mean, John's two big brothers really abandoned him. Yeah. I mean, the first one called him when he's on the way out of the country. Mm-hmm. And the second one just n- showed, never showed up. Disappe- one, ghosted just, him. Just, yeah. Nice. So that didn't help. And you no.
1: wonder why he has... Abandonment um, issues. Yeah. Men issues. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know,
1: yeah. that's three men right there. Bam, bam, bam. You know, that does it. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's hard. Yeah. And that's what a big the big brother is not supposed to do that. Yep. And
2: Jason has not. Like yep. I said in the beginning, um, besides the times when Get Me Chick-fil-A in the afternoon, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had some pretty major events that only Jason could help.
1: Yep. Wow. And
2: that that's verbatim for the boys. They don't want me. They want Jason. And Jason just shows up.
1: Yep.
2: Yep. And but, uh, Zane... Zane Puts up with it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but uh, just
0: to, so, if any, if if there are any men listening to this podcast, uh, and you're ever thinking about becoming a big brother, like I, when Gwen has I show up, I literally am just physically there. I don't ever half, half the time I never know what to say, but it seems to be enough. So absolutely, yeah,
2: you're following through with what you committed to, yeah. and yeah. that's exactly what they need to say. Yeah,
0: that's the biggest thing. Like, I think that's that's something Big Brother. Uh, taught us uh, you know the little bit of training we got but also the um uh
1: Foster taught yeah is that
0: do not make a promise you cannot keep so like with Kalia and with Wesley Jennifer and I are very careful about we don't say like if we're gonna go to Disney World I don't let them know until I'm fucking pulling up to the gates
1: Right. I I try that especially with Big Brother too because um, sometimes Big Brother is late, or Big Brother says I can't make it today. So I tell him I think Ryan might be here at this time, yeah. So that he has a, you know, has to get ready, of course. But then he also knows, well, Mama said, think or maybe. Like I try to put emphasis, like I don't want to promise him something because if Ryan doesn't do something he says he's going to do, it's not Ryan's fault; it's Mama's fault. Right? It will always go back to me. It will. Because, and I've, I've noticed that, like, I try so hard not to do anything that will, like, dude, don't get mad at me. I didn't do this, but, but let's, you know, talk about it. Let's do this, and we'll just do something else. It's fine, but, you know, I'm sorry I said that, or whatever the situation is.
2: But just remember, he takes it out on you because he trusts you.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, that boy called me mama in, I think, three weeks of me having him. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, it was really quick, and... I think he we didn't have that honeymoon phase that they talk about in the in the fostering classes because <laughs> he attached so quick mm-hmm. and I mean yeah it's a good thing I mean I would have rather had an angel for you know a few more months that would have been wonderful you know but it also means that I'm his go-to I'm the one he takes all his frustrations out on I'm the one that gets all that like you said earlier about the getting in the car that boy won't shut up when I pick him up. Because everything just bleh, it's like word vomit. It just comes out of him and he's just like, okay, mama hears everything that happened today. And so I have the radio playing and I just kind of, I don't really pay too much attention to be honest, but I just drive and listen and kind of sing underneath my breath because I'm paying more attention to the song than him because his stories take an hour, not really, but that's what it feels like, when it could have been three sentences. Right. But he has to tell me about the colors that the kids were wearing, and there were little kids and big kids. And I'm like, "Dude, just get to the point." Yeah. But I let him talk because I want him. Well. When he gets older, to be able to talk to me about the important things. Yeah. Even though it gets on my nerves, I still let him just. Yeah. Babble on. It's it's yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so I trust I, you. As soon as he gets in the car, it's like. Right. Well, at first he's like, hey mom, how was your day? And I'm just like, good. Well, this is my day. And it's like, you know, I yeah. say one word and he just goes into, you know,
2: all the stories. Matthew would just explode physically. Yeah. It was what he very do? scary. Um, so I always had John behind me, behind the driver's seat, and Matthew um, behind the passenger seat because I needed to be able to reach Matthew more than I needed to be able to reach John.
0: Was he... Hitting his brother, or hitting you, or me. The car? He oh. was
2: hitting me. So um, we'd be fine. Then I'd put him in his car seat, buckle him in. We'd get down the road, and he would start screaming and yelling. And oh, wow. and um, so I'd reach back there and try and calm him down. Then he would attack my arm, wow. you know, and start punching my arm and kicking my arm. And it was so bad one time that he kicked my hand. And my hand turned immediately purple and yellow. Wow. And I, I was, I was, I did not at the time understand really um, what all this violence was coming from. So I, I stopped at a um, psychiatrist's office and asked for help immediately. How old was he at that time? He was probably six. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So I had, he was diagnosed with ADHD at about five, I think. And he has, I don't, did he ever get an uh, oppositional defiant disorder? No, but he definitely has yeah. that.
0: Because uh, Jennifer, like, Wesley's got a diagnosis of oppositional defiant disorder, but I'm, like, seeing the difference between how Ma- I, you've just dis- always described Matthew and how I've seen, you know, how explosive he can be and how, like, Wesley can be an annoying little fuck, yeah. but it's not, like, it's punching holes. Book. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's pouty and annoying and it's like takes too long to calm down,
2: but it's not like the violence that Matt always did. I think part of Matthew's too looking back was he was overly stimulated yeah and um he gets overstimulated quickly. He does yeah, so I think he had some light sensitivity and noise sensitivity and he wasn't necessarily diagnosed with that, but I started paying more attention. Um, inevitably, when he was a baby, when we were about to sit down for dinner, he would start crying uncontrollably. Huh. Well, looking back now, it was the smell. Well, it's too the much for him. Him. It was too much for him. Because there was not, the only thing I could do to settle him down is go back to my bedroom, shut the door, total black, and lay him on my chest, and he would listen to the heartbeat. Wow. And he would finally go to sleep. But I would never be able to eat Not normally wow. so it was a uh, sensory sensory issues yeah he's always been like
0: uh, that's what when we first started hanging out and you warned me about like how he acted i was always careful about I was like i never raised my voice with him because he was just always so i could tell he was like just could get so overstimulated mm-hmm. absolutely so, but mm. I, the thing I'm always amazed with, like, you know, the, the, not horror stories, but the just like insane stories you've always told me. And like, Jennifer, you've, I've seen this with you, you know, being a single parent. I, I am so incredibly privileged that I have Zane to like help with taking to doctor's offices when I need to and whatnot. How in the fuck, <laughs> like J- Jennifer struggles with this at And work. I only have one. Yeah. How the fuck have you maintained a goddamn job
2: Well, you know, I don't know. I look back. I never, we were never able to take vacation Mm. because when one of them would get sick, two weeks later, the other one would be sick and I had to be home with them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I never got sick, Um, but it was always one got sick, I'd have to take off work. The other one got sick, I'd Mm -hmm. have to take off. And sometimes it'd be two weeks. So it was a struggle. It, I mean, I had to do, one of my, a couple of my um, supervisors used to tell me, you do the amount of work of two people in a week. Yeah. Um, and you almost that's, have to, just to. That's kind of what I had to do. You
1: were playing catch up.
2: But, you know, I have people who were friend, friends of mine who had recently got divorced and would tell me, oh, now I'm a single mm-hmm. parent. Yeah. No. No. You're not. You do not understand. That's what I I would. You know.
1: You just parent by yourself, but you can still drop the fucker off. Right. That's. I mean, go to your dad's. There's a difference
2: when you need backup. Mm -hmm. There is no backup. There's not unless you have. You know, you're a close knit family. Close knit family. Well,
1: I have my village.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think you probably did better with that than me because I, you know, I had. My friends were also my age, and they had young kids, too. So, um, I mean, I had Jason, you know, when the boys were eight years old. But before that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was very difficult because my guys were, my boys were always rambunctious, full-on, Hot Wheels, tools, boy. They were boy, boy, boy. Destructive um, boys. Destructive boys. My um, sister has children, and and they, I guess, they did a better job at raising them not to be destructive. <laughs> well, I don't think it's about they're different. Raising, it, they're different temperaments. So they're say, very calm and non-destructive. So it was hard for my sister and her wife to take on my kids because yeah, they just weren't saying, used to that.
0: Because. Your sister, your your nephew and niece are both like gentle and he's an quiet. Emphatic. Yeah, and very uh, you emphatic. know like two mothers and had um an aunt, two aunts. Never saw yeah. his uncle, and so he like I, I think he, he is always just like a kind of slightly nerdy, gentle child. He's a gentle giant. He's yeah. truly amazing,
2: and yeah. uh, his
0: sister was always real quiet, and so but yeah, Matt and John are just boy boys as is matthew he's uh, wesley. wesley he's so why just are
1: you pointing at me with matthew i don't have. that was
0: just yeah, yeah wrong word sorry So
1: my question is um with your boys when you like your sister um and her wife wanted to see them did they not act like angels when they were with them were they always the boy boys
2: we yeah, were always the boy boys see
1: my boy anyone else He's a fucking angel. Oh, I love him so much. He was so good. He helped me do this, this, and this, and then I'm like, "Where the fuck is that at my house?"
2: <laughs> well, sometimes they were like that. Not necessarily with my sister and her wife, um, because they were. We all grew up kind of together. I, I mean, her son. She would bring her son over, and it, this is so funny. Um, when they were they were little. I don't know three, four, five. The thing was, they would come over, and immediately Jacob would take take off his clothes and just leave his underwear on because that's what John and Matthew wore yeah. all the time. They're not they're not going to keep clothes on. Oh, no. They would just strip down to their underwear. You soon. Lucky
1: they kept their underwear on. Well,
2: absolutely.
0: Yes. I was about so, to say at home they didn't. I think.
2: Yeah. No. So I mean, it was a challenge to keep clothes on them. They just like being naked, and. um so that was the thing that would come over and, and I have pictures of them all in their underwear, you know, with different costumes on or playing in the backyard. So um so the the boys felt very very comfortable and trusts um, my sister-in-law, my yeah. sister,
0: because gotcha. they grew, like your sister lives literally like two blocks from you. Yeah, well, maybe not that close. Six tenths of a mile. Yeah, it's very close. Like, easy walking distance. Absolutely. And Jake, uh, yeah, Jacob is the same age as Matthew and John. They're,
2: he's three weeks older. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
0: they're all in the same grade. Whew, that's a whole lot of boy energy. Yeah,
2: it is, and you know, I wasn't. I'm I'm a tomboy by nature, so I've always loved the outdoors and. I was never really into dolls that much. I had one or two, I think, growing up. So I was thankful that there were boys and I didn't have to deal with hair and female girl attitudes. And, you know, I mean, there's challenges to boy attitudes, too. But to me, boys are they're easier because, at least with my guys, what you see is what you get. Yeah,
0: they're very direct. Mm hmm. Kalia is so bad about fucking putting words in your mouth. Mm, yeah. and, like, John and Matt are just like, oh, this is what you said, this is what you meant. Claire's <laughs> like, oh, you said this? That means three things else. I'm like, no, you little bitch.
1: <laughs> say it back to me the way that I said it to you. Yeah, That's, that that's what you do that's, with Wesley? No, because no, he oh, is so bad about that shit. You'll say, let's say, I go to your room, and then she'll hear... Go in the living room, pick up a doll, walk it gently to her room, slam some doors, and you're like, "Did I tell you to do all that?" You just said, "Go to your room." Yeah. yeah. And you have to like, you have to tell her, repeat it back to me what I just said, because she does it a lot.
0: But I will say, part of that too is she is super good at reading in between the lines. Oh yeah. So if you're trying to be like obtuse about something, like oh. Daddy and so-and-so are wrestling, you know, not, she's too young for that, but, like, if you try to imply, you know, like, imply something so the adults will understand but the kids won't, she'd be like, oh, so they're going to fight to the death? And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> <I'm> pretty smart <laughs> so, Yeah, <girl>. she's she's, <laughs> she's very, very smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah. She's very smart. For, for a 7 little sassy girl. God bless. Who I love.
2: So, Jennifer, have you felt the pressure of being a true single parent too where it true. like um you know there's only you that I guess that was my my mindset is there it was only it was it, and ultimately it's only me like there's only me to save money for them there's only me to buy them a car or help them buy a car or there it's only me to um I don't know, I just, I I provide for them. And to me, that's very, very scary. It's still scary to me.
1: Well, he's only 10, so I'm not thinking about cars right now, because he's telling me he wants a Lamborghini, oh, so, you okay. know, I'm like, mm, yeah, not going to happen, but I don't really feel any pressure when it comes to taking care of him.
0: Um, um, I'm going to disagree on that. On uh, money-wise? Not money. Well, that's what I was about to say. Oh, okay, Let cool. me
1: finish. Sorry. God damn, Jason. Let me mansplain. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell me what I feel. That's right. Go ahead. Okay, go cool, But sorry. not like when it comes to the money of, like, cars or what I do to take care of him, I don't really have any... Um, Worries about that. I worry more. Like I know it's me, but luckily I have Jason, Zane. Like you know, Grandma, Grandpa. yeah Mom, Pops. Like I have family, but mostly Jason and Zane are my go-to. Of can you spend the night so I can work overtime at work, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, my worry is in my doing an okay job. Like I don't even like at the point sometimes. Like I don't even know if I'm. I don't even want to put good in the sentence. Is like. Am I doing okay? Right. Am I going to raise a serial killer? Am I going to raise a bum? Am I going to, you know, is he going to move out at 18? Is he going to go to college? That is mostly what I feel like. I want the boy to read. I want the boy to learn. And I I, I get worried about him not learning right. And that's mostly what I worry about. Not, more, not really the monetary part of it, but the emotional and... You know.
2: I think yeah. at their age, at Wesley's age, I too worried about the same thing yeah. with the boys. And, and what I learned is, number one, not everybody wants to go to college, and it's okay not to go to college. Yeah. Um, it depends on what they want to do mm-hmm. and what their natural skills are. Right. So, um, know their limitations and don't beat yourself up. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, he could. For what I've told Matthew recently. It, he told me he wants to go to college, which is the first time ever. Really? And I said, "Seriously, Matthew, you've never mentioned that to me." He said, "I just want to go for the partying.
0: Yeah, uh, just well, go okay. live next to a college." Though. I said, "Okay,
2: yeah. if you if you want to learn about life and enjoy it, then I'll send you to Europe for three months, and yeah, you seriously? can backpack across Europe, and you will learn more about life." Mm-hmm. than going to college can you yep. send
1: me to europe as well <laughs> only if
2: you'll go with me okay
1: yeah let's go yeah.
2: so i guess that's kind of my take on it is you have to trust your child um guide them obviously right um but don't put so much pressure on yourself because that really is self-defeating
1: yeah
0: I will say, having watched you reminds me a little bit of watching Gwen, too. Like, I see the things you stress out about, though, are, like, all the time off you have to take off from work. Yeah. And I get, I get, that's what I was, I was commenting, Mm -hmm. you were like, oh, I don't get stressed out. I'm like, I have seen you get a little, like, oh, God, I'm I'm taking off so much time, and I've, I've heard Gwen say the same thing, and I'm like. "Worried about my job. Yeah. I'm like, y'all, like, I can't, you know, my, my daughter, Kiki, is, um. For all intents and purposes as a single mother. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, oh my God, how, you know, she doesn't have vacations. She doesn't have really, she has Medicaid, but
1: whew, yeah. I was
0: like, how the hell do single parents do it?
1: I mean, I stress not so much because work is um, very, they're very, they work with me. They understand oh, good. that I'm a single mom. I have so much sick time. I have so much annual leave because I've been in the company for 15 years. Okay. I got Wesley two years ago, so I was never sick. Like, I go to work sick. Right. And then they just have to kind of send me home or I'll be like, okay, I can't do it no more. I'm going to go home. But I've always been that one that always thinks that job is... Priority and, like, not, not you know, no mental health day for me. Let me just go to work. I'll deal with it on the weekend, blah, blah, blah. But with Wesley, because he is a foster child and has ADHD, we do play therapy. He has a psychiatrist. He has his general practitioner, I mean, you know, pediatrician. He, we have so many appointments, like Jason was saying, that it's yeah, like, it's hard. oh, my God, i got to take another two hours off to do this and drive him here and then go to work and then how am I going to do it? But luckily... Work does work with me. I, I do appreciate them for that. My boss is very understanding. And if as long as I give her the enough notice, then we're good. But damn COVID brain and damn mom brain, the other day, we had a day off. We went to Point Mallard, which is a water park here in, in Alabama. And then the next day, we had a doctor's appointment. I go to the doctor's appointment, and I get a call on the way to the doctor's appointment. Um, Jennifer! why aren't you at work? I'm like, well, I have a doctor's appointment for Wesley. Did I not tell you about it? And she's like, well, you did not. I went through all my emails, and usually you're so good about telling us when you have to have time off. I was like, fuck. (laughs) So I get to work, and I'm like, please don't fire me. She's like, you're okay. This is the first time you've ever done this. Just try to make sure (laughs) that you tell us in the future. But it's... Mom brain is really a thing. It really is. It is the craziest thing. I mean, I never had the best of memories, uh, me- memory anyways. Like, just, I couldn't, I can remember this, uh, lyrics to like 18,000 songs, but I can't remember when Zane's birthday is. Right. right. I mean. <laughs> yeah. October
2: 15th. Yeah. So, like. Mom brain is very, very real. And
1: it's, the, the brain is so weird about how it remembers all the trivial shit, but not the important shit. Right. It's really weird how all that
2: works. And it was hard for me to figure out: Am I keeping a physical calendar? Should I keep it on my phone? Did I keep it on my work computer? And I never really got that together. Just in maybe just in the last couple of years. And it, f- who knows why it took me so long? But um, it's hard. It's just hard. I mean, mm. and the amount of guilt like you said, you feel from having to take off work so much is tremendous, and it's scary. Yeah. You know, and that's another thing... Yeah, especially in this society. For single parents, yeah. you know. Yeah. there's no, Especially in Alabama. Yeah. Right, exactly.
1: You fucked.
0: Yep. And that's why I would get so scared for Kiki. But...
1: I'm very thankful that Wesley's not a sickly child. Yes. Because I have co-workers like, oh, you know, the kid's sick again, I gotta call out, and then they just call out that same day because the kid has you know, stomach issues or has a cold or whatever. He luckily has not had anything where we've had to, but one time where I had to be like, I can't come in because he has stomach issues. Right. And then, of course, I got to thinking about it. Like, when I'm sick and I'm at home, I lay in my bed watch TV because that's what I do. But I'm an adult, so I can do that. So I made it a point because he threw up in the sink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so you're having stomach issues. Here's some Pepto. Go lay down. Right. And he's like, but I'm bored. I'm like, but you're sick. Right. So go lay down. And he's like, but I have TV in my room. Okay, I watch TV. No, you're sick. You lay in the bed. Because I didn't, this was our first time. So again, still learning about all this. I probably had him maybe six months.
2: That was very, very good that you did that. And
1: I was like, well, let me make it. Kind of a horrible experience Mm -hmm. because I didn't want the, uh, 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 I'm sick, I'm going to stay home kind of attitude. Because, I mean, my mom knew when I was lying, whenever I tried to do that, like not take a test when I was, you know, middle school or something like that. She knew. She's like, you're not sick, you're trying to get out of something, go to school. I didn't know him that well yet, so it was a... You know, okay, well, let me just make it hard and miserable for you. And then that way, when you're sick, you know what you have to do. And this is what you do. You just lay in the bed. I'll get you, you know, wet washcloth for your head. I'll baby, baby you a little bit, but you're not going to watch TV. You're not going to play games. You're not going to have fun. It is a, you're sick. So this is what you do. You lay in the bed.
0: Yeah, I used to, when I was in high school, I used to... Um fake illness
1: did you ever do like what they do in the movies like put the thermometer on the light to try to make it mm-hmm. hot Didn't you <laughs> have a fever because
0: I, I well growing up i was i was like the good my, i my brother was a bit like matthew and wesley he had adhd and was just really impulsive and just you know the bad kid and i was um uh i was the good one but come senior year i had good grades and I was like, oh, fuck it, I don't wanna call in. So I like I skipped like twenty days my senior year. I was skipping constantly. I even forged my mom's signature a few times. Oh wow. Ooh, I know it. mom knows it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I tried to I asked her the other day, I was like, Are You like gonna be on the podcast? She's like, I don't know. So she's <laughs> like every time I talk about y'all's childhood, I start crying. I'm like, Oh god, mother, wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. She's such a sweet lady. Oh, don't tell her that. Okay. <laughs> she <already knows. laughs> All right, ladies. I think this is a good time to transition to our next segment, which is snack
1: time. Snack time.
0: You want to tell them what we're snacking on, Jennifer?
1: We are snacking on... Baked brie on baguettes. Yes,
0: man, it's this Gwen. very
1: yummy, yummy.
0: Yeah, Gwen had told me about it a while back. I've had brie before, but I'd never tried baking it, and I was like, Ooh, oh. wow yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. It Unfortunately, we've been sitting like if you're hearing it in the microphones, we're surreptitiously trying to chew and not like. <laughs> 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 so, At least uh, it's
1: not crunchy like the pretzels was oh, last time. Yeah,
0: we have we have discovered that uh, any snacks we have cannot have crunch to it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because otherwise we're just like. <laughs> I mean,
1: even if you try to get away from the microphone, you're still close enough that it, you can hear it crunching everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. bad.
0: All right. So, we got our drinks. We got our snacks. some Gwen, it's story time. Yes. And I know you have about a million good stories about these little shitheads. You
2: yeah. know, I've been thinking about that, and that paint story always comes to my head. But, I mean, I have little stories, like, yeah, little you know, hat. Matthew would make a big deal out of running away and it, maybe I should have gone after him, but I never did. I mean, I let him, you know, think it was okay to run away and, um, he would walk down the street and 30 minutes later he'd be back. And by then, you know, he, they were old enough. They knew the neighborhood. They knew the neighbors. Yeah. Um, and, and I live in a safe neighborhood well they were also
0: like they were doing this by high school time too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think Matt was I think the reason he was doing that was to upset you. Push
2: my buttons. Push
0: your buttons and also just get a break for himself.
2: Yes. So So he he always liked to push my buttons, still does.
0: I think you should tell ta- oh no, we already told that story about the 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 going to the beach for a week and oh, lying yeah. about it. Um I think what other good stories we have about the boys that I'm just I'm brain farting at the moment. Didn't uh,
1: they break a toilet or something?
0: No, that was that was uh, they went they all went on vacation with uh, your uh, the oh, dad. Oh, the people the, broke the toilet. Yeah, yeah. The people broke the toilet. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, you want to tell about one of the many times Matt um, spent a few dollars on the Xbox?
2: Oh my gosh! So. You know, I am, I guess I didn't assume, I didn't realize how smart they were and how sneaky they were.
0: Your sons.
2: Yes. (laughs) So both of them did it, but the first one to really do it was Matthew, stole my debit card. And before I realized it, probably in two days, he spent $750. Oh my God.
0: On the Xbox.
2: On the Xbox on games, and, oh. and he used to, he was the one that was always stealing money from me, and trying to use my debit card for this, that, the other, and apparently did, but I had to call Microsoft and call my bank, and I, I eventually got all my money back, but that was a shock to the gut, you know, because as mm-hmm. a single parent, you're I I wasn't affording $750 to be gone out of my account. I needed that money. Right. Um so that's mortgage money, and absolutely.
0: They, I've heard now that you would probably know better than I because, like, I haven't experienced this. But is it true they'll like they'll refund the first one, and then if it keeps happening, they're like, sorry.
2: Well, they they refunded two. They did okay for him, and then they oh refunded th- I think two for John.
1: Oh my god! Wow, two, they did it four times. Yeah. Oh
2: wow. Wow. yeah.
1: Was it always that um? Immense amount of money that John's I think well the second one for
2: Matthew was I think three fifty and John's first one was around, pardon me around three hundred pardon me three hundred his second one was seven hundred dollars
1: oh god
2: so in total they spent about
0: two thousand dollars total
2: yes now they were always always into my things very nosy very did not respect. My privacy, they're still like that. Um, Take my things at will. No matter what I did, I even got a safe. Actually, we have been through two safes. And I would lock my my, uh, things up in a safe. Well, no, he would, one time, I guess the first safe, Matthew took a hammer to it and got it open, so it wasn't a very good safe. Oh, wow. Damn, is that the one I bought you? Yes. No. Sorry. So the second one, um, I got a better safe. And he snuck, so it has a combination and then a lock. Uh-huh. And because I have mom's brain, I didn't put a combination on it because I knew I would not remember it. Right. Not thinking the little buttholes are going to steal the keys out of my purse and go in there. Oh, wow. So at this time, I don't even know if I should tell the story. Yeah, we can edit it out. I'll believe we need to. Um, Matthew Oh, is this the hand? Yes, oh, yeah. the
0: hand story. Let's save that one for the next time you're okay. on, because that's a that's a good one. I do want to <laughs> share. I do remember it was right after your your father passed. Jaju died. Um, you inherited some of his handguns, I think. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I was shocked because the boys were like, "Oh, you!" I, I was dropping Matt or John off. I can't remember which. And they're like, oh, come look at this. And they took me in your bedroom. And they just got the guns out of your purse, out of your closet. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's,
2: let's put those back. Didn't even know at that time. I didn't even know they knew where they were. Yeah. I, I think
0: I did tell you about it. But, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, oh, That's my probably Jesus.
2: why I got the first safe. Yeah. But they're <laughs> not in the house anymore. So. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Oh, my Jesus. Yes. So, I'm going to have to, like, have a padlock.
0: Uh, you need to get a good sturdy gun safe keep the keys
1: with me at all times like on a chain around my neck yes do a comb just
2: forget the key do a combination I'll just
1: do my birthday he doesn't remember my birthday there you go hey that's a great idea (laughs) like what kid remembers their mom's birthday yeah I mean I always did, but I oh.
0: love my mama. <laughs> yeah. two tissues. Oh what did you say? I called you a goody
1: two-shoes. Oh, I thought you
0: said get you some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> get, get her some tissues. what tissue. Mama.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, I do have another story.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Go ahead. Oh, maybe yeah. when they were about six playing t-ball, and I, this is probably a typical story of boys, but um, of course, John and Matthew both played t-ball on the same team, thank God. Um, And this one particular time, Matthew's out in the outfield, drops his pants (gasps) and just starts peeing in circles. Oh, (laughs) my God. And I was watching John not realizing what was going on until other parents or laughing <laughs> and pointing and I look up and oh my god I know my face <laughs> was blood red I'm sure and went. I'm just shouting Matthew Matthew pull your pants up but mama had to pee <laughs> and my dad is there just rolling, just sure. rolling. I rolling would have
0: been that's peeing hilarious. my pants that's so funny oh, oh uh, John did want me to tell you a story uh, I was telling him when we were discussing you coming on I was at your house and the boys were like oh what embarrassing stories are you going to tell mom and Uh, you stepped away and uh, he's like when my mom comes on tell her this story so apparently your son is uh, as you know has a habit of sneaking girls into the house yes and uh luckily i think he's using condoms because i gave them like a giant bag of them um he's had sex in your bed a few times so, for our listening audience, when
2: shut the front door. <laughs> Are you
0: seriously shocked by that? Of all the things your son oh done. Oh, my God.
2: I feel invaded. That is disgusting. That is very nasty
1: because you know they didn't watch uh, those Shut things. up, Jennifer.
2: <laughs> I didn't do it. Don't
1: tell me. To. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I'm literally freaking out. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. He told you that? Yeah.
0: He's like, tell her. I'm like, Are
2: you sure? He really did that.
0: That's what he said.
1: He said a couple times?
0: He... Uh, I know at least once. I'm not sure about twice, but uh, but I, I mean, was
1: I? Like? I don't know. That worked.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So, oh, but wow. I mean, the boys are gross, and those those little boys do are gross and to, do it, things it, to get on your skin, and also their bedrooms are hot as fuck too. Oh,
2: they are so. No, They're better know. this year. I've Why done some things. Why you trying to? I'm not trying to justify it. Stop. Stop trying to justify oh, it. There's That's mine. disgusting. <laughs> that oh, my God. I could be sleeping in... The wet spot? <laughs> Holy <laughs> Toledo. <laughs> okay.
1: oh, I... Have battery like we're just gonna have like the doors like completely shut where oh, no yes. one ever could get they in. They will always be locked.
0: <laughs> oh Lord! Just uh, what you need to do is just keep your vibrators right in the bedstand and be like, "All right, boys, you're gonna have sex in my bed." They get a view of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get
2: some uh, niggas. No, push-
1: them they probably would use them on the. Oh girls. no,
2: Matthew. I mean, like I said, they've always been nosy and into my things. Well, Matthew, when he was little, four, five. Went into my bedroom in the bottom drawer next to my bed and got two vibrators out and came out whipping them around. What are these, Mom? What are these, Mom? (laughs) Hmm? And my dad dad is like in the kitchen and I'm dying. (laughs) I'm dying.
0: Yeah, last I think it was last Christmas. So I I was like Gwen, I'm gonna get you a vibrator for Christmas, but make sure you open it in front of the boys. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they were mortified. That's funny. which is hilarious.
0: I they
1: know,
2: little,
0: right? Little shit And them. the
1: boys. Uh, just a quick question. They're fraternal, right? They're not yeah. identical. Right. They're fraternal. Okay. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we've been talking about twins all day, and I, I couldn't remember. If yeah, they look.
0: Were... They look like brothers, but they do not look mm. identical.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to. For the listening, audience. For the listening yes. audience, my first time saying that Ooh.
0: <laughs> Well, for the listening audience, this has been another episode of a guide to poor parenting. So, Ooh. if take our advice and don't do anything we're doing, exactly.
2: yeah,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to a guide to poor parenting.
1: If you like our podcast, please give us a five star rating on whatever platform you're listening on.
0: And if you don't like our podcast, just like we tell our kids when they want to watch an R rated movie,
1: tough shit. <laughs>
0: Bye. Thanks, Gwen. Bye. Thank you.